I'm going to intro the podcast now. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Dan Talks. I'm here with Alex... Greif. Greif. Yes. <laughs> At Alex the Greif. Mm-hmm. On Insta. Yes. And G-R-E-I-F. And Alex, tell the tens of listeners how we met. Okay. Hey, everyone. <laughs> um, me and Dan met the other night. The most important thing everyone needs to know about you is that you're beautiful. Oh, my God. Like, physically beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Let them know because they can't see me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll take a picture in the if Instagram If anybody's followers. single out there and, like, is wants, into to be- believe, wants to believe Dan. <laughs> and is into beauty. If beauty's your thing. Hit me up. Yeah. Um, you have beautiful black hair down to almost shoulders or shoulders. Yeah, almost shoulder. Mm-hmm. Mask for mask. You're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. A very symmetrical face. Very pretty. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't get that enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you sort of know that? Um, I'm embracing it now. Yeah. What? When is now? Um, I think in the last couple years. Okay. I'm I'm like later twenties now. Yeah. Um, We're both twenty-seven, right? I'm turning twenty-nine July first. Oh wow! Oh, you have the same birthday as Joey, my brother. The same birthday. Cancer. Yep. Oh my god. Wow. So he's got to be really cool. Yeah, he's really cool. Like, really nice. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> Just like, like you. <laughs> yeah. Like, all the great things. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's July 1st? Yes. Oh my god, that's yes. wild. You're turning 29? Uh-huh. I know. What is the moisturizer? Um, I use um, organic cold-pressed jojoba oil and um, also argan oil. And I do a setting spray afterwards with rose water mixed with witch hazel and a dash of... Tea tree oil. Oh, that sounds exactly correct. <laughs> yeah. You need to. Sp- me... I need to save that audio clip. Yeah. Yeah. So you do your shopping what online or like on at a farmer? Not a farmer's market. Where do you get all the oils? Um. So the oils I got from Amazon actually. Okay. You just need to make sure that it's like the cold press thing, the organic thing, um, and just yeah. Get, How long have you done that? Um. Probably like. I don't know. Four years. Now, I had a friend who was a makeup artist who told me about the Rosewater Witch Hazel thing, and uh-huh. I was like, oh my god, because his skin was always so dewy, uh-huh. and he's a makeup artist, so like uh-huh. he knows about skin, and I was like, I need to like know, and once he told me, I was like, done, like I'm doing what you're doing, and everybody always is like, oh my god, you look like, like your skin's really healthy, yes. and it looks just good so wow so i tell people i'm I'm like i'd love to share what ethnicity are we working with um ecuador half ecuadorian ecuadorian yeah and half german okay Mm -hmm. so yeah wow yeah yeah it's a cool it's a cool it's a cool mix i've got like cheekbones Mm -hmm. um i got these eyeballs somewhere beautiful eyes um fuller lips yes i have this like hair like you mentioned before so it's people like, will see you have to take the picture of us in like a manner that you would take a picture because i i don't really have like i don't i love the pictures you you take well like, they're very like so point what is it point and go or point like shoot. point and shoot yeah they're very point and shoot yeah, yeah. supposed to say point and go <laughs> um go. Your, your instagram has a lot of beautiful pictures on it. thank you you know i always was into being on camera <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Like from a young age, from or like since you come into your game. Okay. No. Well, I assume from, that you're gay. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you identify as gay or pan or bi or you don't like lamb? 
Yeah, I don't know. Really <laughs> I'm like a human being uh-huh. who like loves intimacy. Uh-huh. With women too? Um you know, I've been intimate with women, but I think the there's a distinction because when I'm with a guy, there's like that kind of fluttery feeling or there's that more like adrenaline or there's this kind of excitement that goes on. Yes. Um and with a woman it's just kind of like I mean not that I've had like you know experiences with like tons of women but it's like um it's just kind of going with the motion kind of a thing and it's uh-huh. not necessarily like something as exciting or a curiosity yeah. to it or like a you know what I mean like a yeah. sense of you know that kind of stuff do you feel a little bit of like what is wrong with a guy I think uh wow I love your questions you are so deep yeah um for a long time I did and that probably contributed to the excitement aspect um and maybe that still lingers but um I don't know I'm, I'm trying to really actively work on shedding that kind of Mentality. Because I feel like it's hardwired, obviously in society from a young age, about like boys aren't with boys. But yeah. also, like it's hard to, you can come out, I was thinking about this recently, is that coming out is really like a very long process, sort of a lifelong process mm-hmm. of like coming to terms with desire and history and your place within the larger world, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Yeah, it has been a long process and I'm still on that journey. Yeah. I'm still on that journey. Uh, especially that I'm not um, completely, um, like, waving a flag in my family's face. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So... I am. <laughs> well, that's great. No, I... I, think I am now, awesome. by virtue of, I think, of doing the podcast, and okay. now they have, like, a line to me to hear. Right. I think they're like, okay, he's, we're really doing this. So how does... How is that? How is that for you? It's... Uh... Well, so we don't really talk about it too much in my family. I mean, they talk a lot to me about my relationships and if I'm in a relationship or not. But outside of, like, if there is someone else, it's not really like, so how are you feeling about intimacy? You know. Mm. So they're well, cool. As they family, sound like they're, they're cool. They're definitely them. cool. Okay. Yeah, they're definitely cool. It's not All like right. we wish you weren't gay. It wasn't that. Okay. Yeah. I was expecting for that, for to, to hear that maybe... It was um, an adjustment for them to have to 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 listen to your podcasts and and to be I think exposed. Maybe to a little bit, but we don't talk about that stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast? Well, no, no, and I'm on the podcast talking about it all the time, but in, yeah, okay, you know, yeah, you don't, yeah, yeah. How does your family deal with your, or how do they take it? When did you have a coming out story? No, I, or well, you've like I mean, always do it this way. I mean, and, I do, no, sorry. Because I was hearing like party in my mind, and I was like, no, I didn't have a party. I wanted to, I should have had a party. Um, I am so, I have such an interesting like deck of cards like that I've been dealt in life. It's so. You have a child? No. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Whoa. No, I am still the child. I'm okay. Like, I am like, no, I can't take care of another being. Like, okay. I, I, I probably could, but like, I'm a very nurturing person. Could you ever? Have a child? Eventually, yes. Do I you think. want one? Um, if I feel like um, my partnership is feeling very um, well-rounded yes. and complete and we are stable and we are investing and we have like a future that is like looking pretty good, yeah, I'd be probably happy to enter into that phase of my life and right. start a nurturing type of 
chapter. When you have the time and space to be like, oh, what is it all really about? Yeah, and the resources. Because time, it's about... Yeah, and the resources. I don't want to put myself through, you know, more... uh, I don't want to look at it as hardship, but it, it... it definitely well, it's a debt you costs. take on. Yes, it's like it you're is. obligated to it is. to do this thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm still kind of like looking out for myself right now. Well, yeah. Well, you I'm have still, to. Yeah, I'm growing myself. Yeah. So, so to sacrifice that for someone else right now, that you know what I mean. Someone else being the kid. Being the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Coming out. Coming out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not. Did stray. you have a kitchen? Ta- did you have a kitchen <laughs> table talk? <laughs> No, that would have been cool. I always wanted to like set up a camera too, like in one of these like kitchen cabinets, oh and be that kid that like uploaded it to. YouTube. Oh my god! Yes, I wanted my personal YouTube coming out video. Because your parents would go crazy, or they would cry and be like, "We well, love you it would anyway." Be kind of like a little novella mm-hmm. on one side, obviously the Ecuadorian side. Yeah, um, which is mom or dad? It's mommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's always ironic because it's like you're so close to the. Well, maybe not for everyone's case, but it's like for me, it's like she, her opinion matters or mattered mm. for a very long time. Mm. And it was like I wanted her approval. I wanted all of that mm-hmm. from her mm-hmm. because she was, I was like a mama's boy. Like she was always like the person that I would just kind of, I don't know, flock to, mm-hmm. seek things from. Your parents are still married? They are, yeah. Okay. They're still together. So you come out to them together at the same time? So, oh yeah, let's not stray. So I, um, <laughs> I, I was in college, freshman year. At, you have girlfriends in high school, you go to the prom with a girl. Yeah, I mean, I was a little player in middle school, let's just say. Okay, cause, okay. Cause when personality school, mattered. Yeah, I guess personality. I was, uh, I was just around like kids in middle school that wore like baggier clothes, they uh-huh. wore like flat rimmed hat, my uh-huh. go-to color was a baby blue, so I had a whole outfit like... You had a masculinity mask. Yeah, there was a little bit of right? exploration, uh, you know, of, of being tougher, of uh-huh. hanging with like the, the alternative crowd or the tough, you know, whatever, yeah, uh-huh. like, you know, so... I can see that for you. I see more of a goth, like a gorgeous goth thing, but no, it yeah. wasn't that. Yeah, that would have been cool. You could have really pulled that off. Yeah. You like, can pull that off. That could be a new face. That could be the 30s. Yes, but that is a look. And it's that a, is yeah. like something I'd have to commit to. Mm-hmm. And that takes work. I mean, it's not yes. easy to get that that straight side swipe all the time and yeah. that heavy eyeliner. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if people still do the scene look anymore. But I hope they do. I hope they do too. I, I want to eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm, I try to keep it pretty simple so that was your persona in middle school that was my persona in middle school so I was like really dating like I had this one group of girls that I I dated this one chick and then I started like showing I dated this one chick oh my god do you hear it it's coming back yeah it's coming back woman wow this is how we condition men yeah I dated a chick I dated a chick a little powerless bird bro yeah oh my god it's hilarious actually okay we're gonna fast forward through it's actually when you did this terrible thing and then high school you had girlfriends or not really it sort of was more murky wait i wanted to keep bragging about how no nope. girl to girl in this you don't friendship get in middle school nope damn anyway like i ended up getting threatened by like the first chick girl because oh yeah sorry it's like masculinity toxic and ingrained so in island. my body it was long island right yes okay it's a lot of that's a lot energy. it's a lot so she threatened to like you know beat me with a bat and like okay. had this group of people like out for me I was okay. like, damn, like this is a lot of drama. Anyway, high school, and that pushed you away from the girl thing, so a little mm, bit. 
I don't know if that was it, but I was just like, I'm gonna chill yes. on the like being uh, shady like that. Yeah, and, like, you know, just yeah. kind of like, you know, getting with all these people in terms mm-hmm. of like dating. Like I wasn't yeah. like physically, you know, getting with them. Uh huh. But you like to stir the pot. Yeah, I was stirring the pot uh-huh. at the time, and I think it was because I thought that that would give me like some cloud. Yeah, yes, you know, It'd be a good distraction. Yes. Yeah. It was like, oh, he's, you know, he's got, yeah, he's got, like, there's something about him that, that he's desirable to uh-huh. these people, and the people are fighting over him, and I don't know, maybe it was kind of like a distraction. And then high school is what? In high school, it was, like, um, an odd thing. I didn't really date in high yeah. school. Maybe that did just turn me off in general, but I didn't really see any gay people in high school, and I had always, like, known that I was different. Yeah. I'd always known that I was interested in different things yeah. as a guy. Like, I used to, right. like, love The Little Mermaid. Growing up, I used to play with dolls. Mulan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I love I was a Mulan girl. Yeah. I, I, I love... Emma Mulan. Present tense. Emma Mulan girl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm like an Ariel, like, mm. you know. A lot life. of the time, trans kids identify really strongly. Because the mermaid with, thing? Because the mermaid thing. Because it's like, there's no genitalia, is that right? right? Yeah. Well, yeah. And being in well, another, imagining another world. I mean, it's a lot of gay theme. You know, imagining okay. another world. Yeah. A, a beautiful boy who's going to save you. You know. Isn't he? Uh-huh. Yeah, Eric. Well, you look more like Eric than Ariel. <laughs> I know. And I always thought I had this, like, sick, like, you know, thing about me where I was like, oh, my God, if I had a twin, would I have, like, a weird, like, twin experience? <laughs> That's the podcast made me do it. The podcast no. made me say it, Okay. <laughs> You have a sit-down conversation with your parents, you don't. They find oh a message on your God. phone. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's okay. Let's get to it. So I, freshman year of college, I made a professor who is like very influential in my coming out journey. Mm-hmm. And it was like, a, she was an English literature um, Perfect. professor. Bangle jewelry or like artisanal jewelry? Um, no. I'm trying to remember. Um, maybe you could have had like, you know, some wonderful necklaces that could have been kind of Native American inspired okay. but I'm not I'm I'm not really remembering that she was pretty simple okay yeah okay but uh, I went to her office one day and I guess I just was asking her all these like questions yeah um, and then she she like I don't know thought it was endearing or whatever and would like, show me you know materials would recommend this video uh, would put to, you know introduce me to a gay pastor, mm-hmm. which I never thought could exist, yeah. and then introduced me to a gay professor who had a, a partner. Uh-huh. I was like, "Whoa! Like you can actually have like a marriage? Like I didn't know that." Uh-huh. And I know that sounds crazy, but in two thousand and eight, two thousand nine, that rocked my world. Yeah, and I don't know why. Is maybe it's because I hadn't seen a lot of the outside world maybe I was Mm -hmm. raised in a way that you know I was kind of shielded from a lot of that stuff yeah and I never sought it out I don't know I don't know I just thought it was crazy to me and so you see that being gay can be part of a robust full life yeah I didn't well rounded yeah because up until that point I didn't think that there was a future and I remember Mm -hmm. having these diary entries where I literally uh was kind of recommitting to myself that I would have like the white picket fence and I would have the 2.5 kids and I would have this like wife and that's the life that I would have because I wanted to make the people closest to me proud yeah so it was like I see those diary entries now and I just see this like 
really oh my god like just I, I feel bad for that person yeah because it was like you know um they were just settling for a mediocre kind of like experience uh-huh. and it was just they were well they knew an that experience that's not yours yeah it's not it was, for you yeah it was it was for for other people mm-hmm. and i read this amazing book stranger at the gate stranger at the gate by mel white by mel white and that literally opened up um my mind to the possibility that a i'm not crazy and b i can have um a peaceful happy life like going forward Mm -hmm. because this guy was like an evangelical pastor um had a family and then started doing like these crazy things where he started you know, I guess um, meeting up with gay prostitutes and then like would do drugs mm-hmm. um, and because he was so at odds with his life. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of led to that point and then he realized he couldn't uh, hide this thing anymore and then he did the brave thing and then and then brought it to light and, and so his life has changed for the better ever since and I just thought wow, a lot of the things that he was describing um, that he was feeling internally in the beginning chapters I was like holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, resonating, 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 mm-hmm. you know, and so that's when I'm going to stop this story here. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get the wife and, the, and, and wait oh. until all these other things happen yeah. and to have this revelation. I'm going to read this. The book shows you. Yes. What, I mean, it's an somebody, autobiography or a novel? Uh, no, this is, this is autobiography. His auto, yes. And his name is Mel? Mel. Oh, I guess like Mel Gibson. Yes. Okay, but his name is Mel White. Yeah. And the book is called? Stranger at the Gate. Stranger at the Gate. I was or gonna, the Gate. I was going to call it Trading Spaces, but that's a oh. show on TLC. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this book like changed my... That was, there was like a pre and post moment for yeah. that book for me. Because before that, I was like in my dorm room, blinds sh- like shut just not being able to get out of bed to go to class. I was like, I don't see a future. I can't get up uh-huh. from this spot. Like, did you have sexual urges? I mean... Or did you get so close? There, a lot of times people get closed off. They sort of think they might be asexual because they're so disassociated from their desire. Yep, that is so interesting that you bring that up because that is something I felt for such a long time. And I still feel myself working to... Um, address that or open that door open that door and and really see like do I want to engage or do I am I just happy just not because it's either easier or it's something I don't have to deal with or something you know much much less than than years prior but Mm -hmm. it's interesting you bring up the asexuality thing because I always I always think about that I'm like I, I feel like I'm so asexual, but not, but I don't know. Yeah. You, it's interesting to bring that up. Yeah. I've thought about that before. Cause in, during this time in high school, college, are you being with guys or you're sort of not with guys? Mm, not on a consistent, no. Like, no. like in thing. college, I feel like, like the, like there was only like one year in college and that was like towards my senior year where, where I had like. A dating situation and there was like intimacy um uh-huh. but in high school no there was like really there were well there's one guy in choir he was older but that was like a one time thing there's always that one guy in choir yeah unless you're that one guy in choir 
Yeah, no, I never understood. And here's the thing: like, I never understood how you could be gay and popular. And that uh, was his kid. Oh, was he gay? Was he out? I mean, he was pretty. I mean, so here's the weird thing: is like he was not maybe out. Maybe it was bisexual at the time, mm-hmm. and maybe that was something that was floating around between like a close group yeah. of friends. But when you wear juicy pants and have a Louis Vuitton bag, uh-huh. but he was comfortable in. He was comfortable. Yeah. And people yeah. could see that. And he was pop- and he was like hanging with the popular kids. I mean the sports wow. kids. So Wow. I was like, how did he crack this motherfucking code? Wow. How did he do it? And what's so special about him? Yeah. And he is <laughs> I Trevor mean, Noah. I mean I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's a famous comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I yeah. I feel like he's must be a comedian now because they know how to like make people laugh and like connect with different types of people. Yeah. Trevor Noah's great. I know who he is. Just yeah, yeah. So cute. Super. I saw him on the street once. He has a giant butt. Really? A big butt. Mm, Are you into that? (laughs) Did I give that away? (laughs) Uh Okay, so you're into the butt thing. I mean, yeah. If I see someone with a tush, I'm going to be like, okay, Mm -hmm. that's nice. Have you been in love before? That's a great segue. Um, I've been close to it, I think. Like I said, that guy. Close that but no I, cigar. Close but no cigar. I feel like I've I felt like I don't know. Are you in love now? No. Okay. No. But anything that would be considered close to being in love was probably junior or senior year of college. With this date guy. With this guy. The guy you were dating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do like, you think it was just because you couldn't believe that you were with a guy who you could go on dates with and talk to and have sex with and do fun things with? Like, that all those things are possible with another person? I think so. And maybe it was the first one that it was just all those things. Even if sometimes it wasn't great or whatever, you could do all of those things with one person. You thought, okay, great, here's the husband. Oh, my God. It's so funny because um, the years following that kind of chapter with this person, I... I would sometimes have these moments where I would imagine us walking down the aisle together. Or me, you know, whatever. Obviously, you would be walking, you would be waiting. Obviously, okay, whoa. The pretty one walks down the aisle. Yo! I love you because you're just, like, telling my story for me. You just already know. Yes, 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 yes. I would just, um, you know, reference whatever happened in The Little Mermaid, and I would just recreate it. Yeah, great. You wouldn't get the Zales by Disney Diamond, though, right? Say you wouldn't. I don't think so. You might? No, no, no. Okay. Well, I didn't even know that was a thing. I mean... I just walked by the Zales on the way here sometimes on Steinway, and there's a big thing that's like Disney by Zales, and it's literally Disney-inspired engagement rings. So what does it look like? A Disney character? Like swirly Disney-style graphic with a diamond. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Can take the girl out of Long Island. <laughs> okay, that's all right. We all have can't our take her out of her Disney fantasy. Okay, so you're you're full Disney. I don't know. I I know you're not. No, 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 no. Have you been to Disney? Um, yeah, but when I was like really little. Okay, you would be into the Disney experience, though. I know you would. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably be like, wow, like wide-eyed. I really offended my coworker once because he said him and his boyfriend or husband went on a vacation to not Hogwarts Land. What's it called? Harry Potter world. And the first thing I said to him was, wow, do you always take garbage vacations? Garbage vacations? Can you believe I said that? Wow. That's so offensive. I had just met him. 
Well, and he was like really taken aback. Now he knows me and understands my humor. Okay. But anyway, a garbage vacation can be nice. A carnival cruise. Uh, oh. Hogwarts okay. World. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like you could. I mean, I could like a cruise. You know, I. I always say that, like, oh, I want to have, like, the local experience where I backpack through Europe and, like, you know, I do all that. And that's, like, a real vacation. Yeah. You know, because that's not garbage. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and, and, and I do. I have had those experiences and I enjoy it. Yeah. But there's something about the welcome packet and the, the swipe card and the... But, you know, yeah, I've had, like, an experience here or there and I was like, wow, maybe I shouldn't shit on this, like, thing that people do routinely because... Right. It's actually, you know, when I went to Vegas, for example, I mean, that's kind of like a, a little garbagey in it's a way. Little, it's a little garbagey. It depends how much money you have. If you have a lot of money, it can be a real glamorous yeah. trip. Well, I don't know about real I mean, it can be tacky, right? I mean, if something... It's tacky, like, no matter what. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but, but then I kind of was like, oh, well, this is still a new experience right. for me. And it, you know, there is some fun to be had in right. it. Right. And Celine Dion's fierce. And like, yeah. Gog is here. And there's lots of lights. And there's right. like lots of people. And, and a lot of boys, probably. Huh? A lot of boys? Yeah, there's a lot of boys everywhere. Yeah, there's a lot of boys. With big tushies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you go where Alice goes, there are a lot of boys. Um, What were we talking about just before? I was really interested. The coming out story again. No, we're not. We've figured that. We've figured that. Your parents figured it out when they figured it out. That's the coming out story. We were talking about... There's a lot um, more drama to it, but... You were in love, and then the date person, you could do all these different things. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean... It and walking down the aisle. That's what it was. Walking down the aisle in the Disney. You want you have memories, or you sometimes think about him and, yeah, like, like the, the wedding that would have ha- happened. Yeah, yeah, like in a daydreaming kind yeah, of way. Yeah, not the, not the marriage, but the wedding. The wedding, yeah, of course. Yeah, because the marriage, what would the marriage be like? I mean, I think the marriage, ideally, I would imagine it to be, you know, two people who... Yeah, with this guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What would a marriage with him be like? In my ideal uh, sense of what I think? No, what or, would it actually have been like? Um, thinking about it now? Gosh, I don't know. Well, I haven't mentioned names, so I'm not going to offend anyone. No, don't mention names. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think you know that it would not be good. No, it wouldn't have worked out. But I don't you still think thinking about the wedding. Um... Well, this was, I think, I think when I thought about that, that was a couple months before I was like really, conf- like I felt confirmed about it not really working out. Oh, okay. Worked, got, it, I mean? got it, got it, got it. Because I was still like on the fence. I was like, maybe it could work out. And then I just saw some things or, you know, we had some conversations and I was like, that's a different ideology. And, yeah. you know. And the big sticking point was. Well, I don't want to say anything that might turn people off but I have my opinions on on things you know what I mean and yeah. I have my opinions on how people things like what cope with things things like what well I can cut some, if you don't want to talk about something we don't have to talk about it okay no 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 I mean like I'm free to talk I just want to preface mm-hmm. by saying that I respect this thing just wasn't whatever. for you no I, do. I respect what people choose to do if they feel like it's benefiting them in some way um you know but um i choose to subscribe to the idea that you can um like handle situations or uh, 
little things like, you know, maybe like mild anxiety or mild depression or things like that through meditation and getting lots of rest and through eating properly and through, um, you know, making sure that you've got great relationships with, you know, positive people in your life. I'm not going to speak for maybe like, you know, mental health issues that are bigger than that and more intense. But, um, I just, you know, you think he was drugging himself when he didn't have to. That's that's just my opinion. Okay. <laughs> I just I just saw like someone who That's okay to have that opinion. But you it's know okay how, to have that you opinion. know that in 2019 it is a very PC culture and you can't be saying stuff that's going to like, you know, well, you believe uh, in vaccines, right? Huh? You believe in vaccines, right? Um yeah, I do. I do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I do. Yeah. That's the thing that you have to say you believe. <laughs> yeah. But there are a lot of people who think like well, I, I know the autism scare, yeah. No, not no. Uh, no I'm not talking about the. It's there's there is no autism scare with vaccines, people. Is there not? There is not. Oh, okay. That's what I'm just. Okay. There is literally not. Okay. That's the conspiracy thing. That's not substantiated uh-huh. in any way. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm taking it. Um. But yeah, I think but a lot I of people still... feel like they were were over prescribing things, and you felt like I well, felt my like person, okay. This person can't get a handle on themselves or needs this or it, it just felt like that was a, a crutch or maybe like and what I'm hearing is that it kept him further away from you I guess like you felt like you couldn't be with him yeah because or he wasn't present because it was always he needed something else to sort of just being with you wasn't enough to calm him down or, or call him to the present moment or something. Yeah, that could be part of it. Mm-hmm. That could be part of it. I mean, when I... when Because I otherwise it is a judgment of him and you're like, I don't want to be attached to somebody who does this. Which is a little bit different. Is that bad? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I'm a little bad. Well, no. I don't, well, I think you must have felt alone somehow in the relationship. Yeah. I Either mean, that or you were like... Because if he took his the drugs for the anxiety and then he was like more present. Well, I the, here's the thing: I wasn't at this at this point. We weren't in each other's lives consistently. I mean, this mm. was like we had just seen each other. You know, this moment was like, oh hey, come over. Like it's you know, how are you? How's life? Blah blah. And we were reconnecting, and it might lead oh. to a little like you know familiar yeah. int- intimacy. But this wasn't like we, we were in the thick of dating. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is But like, it was the thing that made you not want to date. Well, I just saw, like, that he wasn't the same person, and I saw how the, the, the year, the couple years kind of, like, took him in this direction, and, like, I saw the person that he's kind of, like, becoming... Someone who's sort of numb. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's my but question. Also, what but was also, the he like wanted to live in Hell's Kitchen, and he wanted to like be in the scene, and he like. Oh, this is different. You're. T- I'm talking about anxiety drugs. You're talking no, about I know, drug but- drugs. No, 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 no. I'm talking like okay. I saw you know a bottle of Prozac. I like he used um, I guess a certain strain of oil from marijuana to kind of like uh-huh. ease and calm him down, which is like fine. Yes. You know, it's like I'm not gonna say that I've never done like marijuana before. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're doing it kind of like on a consistent level, or I don't know, like you need it to stay, like you need it, like yeah, yeah. it just so didn't seem like I don't know. You just want to have a, a Sunday morning coffee. Like it was just human. a red flag to me. It was yeah. just, for whatever reason, it was a red flag to me. Yeah, remember when we were in um, 
icon and we were dancing and then you, I asked you this question about being in love and then you said, oh, well, we just had like different lifestyles. Yeah. Yeah. First thing I said. Yeah. 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 No, I remember. Um, First thing I said was, okay, so who does drugs you were in? Oh yeah. You did <laughs> say that. And that's when I was like, wow, you're really like perceptive here. Mm-hmm. I hope you, I don't mean to. Yuck, no. You're young. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I'm very, I may not be good at expressing like how I felt mm-hmm. about it. But I know what I'm trying to say. And yeah. I know how I feel about it. Yeah. And um, it just seemed to me like he was subscribing to a narrative that I don't believe in. Yeah. For yourself. For myself. For yeah. myself. Yeah. Personally. What's your ideal man? Is it a man? I think it would be a man at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I get past the asexual, uh-huh. uh, you know, things that I deal with. Um, but the, I guess they don't have to identify as a man. You could date a, someone who is non-binary or... I don't think so. You're into a man. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think... I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I'm an open-minded person. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> because I mean I am open minded, but like based on like what we, based on that <laughs> whole like hour long conversation that I just had about <laughs> drug use, I sound like a total. No. Uh, well, I think I made you. I think I I didn't mean to interrogate you in a way that made no. you feel like you were in the wrong at all. Because no, no, if no, you, no, no. everybody has a right to not be in a relationship that they do not want to be in, and you one hundred percent had that right, no matter what the reason was. I'm just when curious. I think of someone ideal for me, I think of someone who like has it all together and is doing the things that I imagine on my vision board myself to be doing: eating healthy, meditating, like I said, like all those things to to keep yourself in check and at peace. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And financially stable and clear about their intention, clear yeah. about their purpose. I mean, I'm not perfect. Yeah. So I've got, you know, a categories that I've still got to work out. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that, you know, I've gotten a handle on my journey with having depressive episodes. Mm-hmm. I, it's hard for me to say like I was ever depressed or whatever, but I feel like I have depressive episodes like by the day, by the hour. Yeah, I mean, I I'm a very emotional person, you know. Cancer. Yeah, I'm very emotional and I feel deeply. So I know what it's like to to really, you know, be in your uh, you know emotions when it's like hurting you. Um, but some people, would, a lot of people, would say that I don't know what like true depression is. Well, and if I don't, I'm thankful for that. True, true. But have you ever felt that? I remember J.K. Rowling talking to Oprah about the Dementors in Harry Potter and about how they were inspired. She got the idea from being depressed and the whole, and what she said about depression, which I never got until she said it was that people think depression means you're really sad and that, or that you're hurting, but depression is when you don't feel anything Mm -hmm. and that, and the Dementors suck out all the emotion and it's not feeling sad or feeling down. It's feeling nothing. Yeah. Have you ever felt that? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, to go through well, a coming you know, out yeah. experience the way that I did, like I said, I couldn't get out of bed. And like I, I was like, felt like I was dragging my feet for a couple years. Mm. And I felt this like weight 
It was like the Depression commercials. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, it was like that. Hunched over and just feeling heavy and... A lot of sweaters. Not knowing... Yeah, I mean, not knowing what direction my life was going to go in and not having any sort of motivation. Did you put on weight or anything? Your body's always been fit Thank and good. God, I didn't. Oh my God. <laughs> I could not think of a I mean, sadder thing. I mean, no, 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 no. Body positivity, 2019. People are going to drag me for no, this podcast. No, oh my God. No, they're not. But, no. no, they're not. Listen, love your body. I believe in it. And but you love for, yours. And, I love and, mine. It yeah. stayed. And do you work out now? Um, I do. I do. I do. Okay. I've recently um, been getting back into the routine of it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely trying to get more defined. Mm-hmm. But your body never went. No, my, my body never like went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank God. I, I mean, maybe it's my metabolism, but thank goodness... But you know what? I kind of went a little bit in the opposite direction. Like, I, you know, instead of eating, I kind of just don't, like, Mm. eat as much. Mm. But it never turned to beyond, like, you know, an extreme thing. When you broke up with the college guy, did you have a a span where you, like, worked out a lot more? Or, like, tried to, like, get your body in a better shape after you broke up with someone? I I did a piece about that once, and I feel like it's a That's interesting. Well, you know what? I didn't really... Join a gym until I was like 26. Mm-hmm. So, no. How do you feel about getting older as a gay man? Hmm. I had a conversation once with somebody. By the way, 29 is older as a gay man, listeners, by the way. Oh, yeah, I know. Thank you for once reminding me. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Because I'm 27, and 27, mm-hmm. I feel like once you're over 20. Five, it's yeah. like, okay, you're an adult man now. And then you're 30, and it's like, I call it the gay 50. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a friend who's older um, in his... I mean, he's going to turn 40 in, like, two years or something mm-hmm. like that. And I had just run into him in the street, like, on Broadway over here. Oh, just tonight? No, no, actually, oh. like, the other night. Ah. Yeah, maybe Thursday night. Uh-huh. Um, and how's he doing? Still running. Still running. Yeah, he's on a bike. Still kicking. He's active. <laughs> Hell Yeah. <laughs> He looks good too. Uh huh. We're friends. Yeah. So, um, but he, you know, he taught, he shared a little bit about that. He's like, girl, I'm going to be 40 soon. And I was like, well, listen, all that matters is that you don't look 40 and it's fine. Like, you know, you don't have to like be this like piece of meat. That's like super desirable by, you know, everyone forever. I mean, I'm not trying to look at my age as like a, a disability or something that's not desirable or, you know what I mean? Right. I I have to subscribe to the idea that there's somebody out there for me who is not as shallow as that right. and is looking for something more. No one can be dragged. No, I'm being dragged. <laughs> for what? For asking the question? For being so like, it must be so hard to be approaching their <laughs> I don't think so. Well, listen, it's so hard. I think the gays but, make it hard. But you know what? I like to make fun of it more. Than, I don't actually feel that too much, but... I think the reason, like, I've chosen not to let that affect me is because there's so many other things... To actually worry about. That, and also, I'm trying to remember, like... I'm trying to, like, how do I word this? Um, there's other traits or factors about me that I've had to worry about previously. Um... And now I'm just kind of like, 
no, 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 I've got it, I'm good, I'm sexy, I'm handsome, I'm desirable, I'm all these amazing things, and I'm choosing to believe that now, because before it was, I'm not white enough, or I'm not um, mask enough, or I'm not tall enough, or there's just something lacking, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So instead of like continuing the train of like, oh, I'm to this, I'm to that, I'm to that, I'm just like, fuck it, 30 is really not something that I need to worry about because I already know what it's like to worry about not being desirable mm-hmm. and I've kind of just like I'm over that yeah. and you think I think every now and then I'll remember the Pulse shooting and all the victims of Orlando yeah in Orlando and how they didn't get to like have this bullshit like like this cheap gay worry about getting older mm. or like they didn't get the chance to go out another night and like have a shitty night somewhere at some bar or whatever it's like I get to ha- have the chance to do these things mm-hmm. that sometimes feel like burdens in a way or like like oh why do I have to do this or like oh this is so I don't know yeah 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 but at least you get to yeah and like getting yeah. older is a Fabulous thing. Yeah. It means that you've, like, you have that many more years yeah. of experience. You've lasted this long. Yeah. I mean, Look hopefully how far you've, you've learned a lot right. about yourself. And hopefully you've, you're starting to feel, like, financially just more, um, like, able to do things. Right. Travel more. Right. Um, maybe you've gained more confidence in yourself. Yeah. I mean, all these amazing For example, things. like you. Yeah. No, I have to be honest about that. Like... Mm-hmm. Uh, my early just most of my life I was not a confident person Mm. Um, and some people who reflect on who I was in high school would say the opposite but it's it's not something I felt on the inside and I have to tell you like you met me um, you know this local bar you know icon but I had a shit night there like couple weeks ago I'm not gonna go into the details of why but it was just like a shit night and I don't really go out I hadn't gone out uh, for a long time in my life to you know these places or you know to just go out and be social and in public and meet people and and be alone and go without friends and like do that thing and be brave about it because I would always walk in with maybe high expectations and um, and maybe like a desperation, maybe like wanting someone to find me attractive and approach me yes. um, and never understanding why it didn't happen. And I would always ask my friends, why don't people find me attractive? Why don't people like approach me? Why don't people like me? Like I take care of myself. I brush my teeth. I take showers. Like I dress well. I, you know, I, I have clear skin I have like all these you know traits that people say you're gorgeous in this way this way you have this you have that and I was like why don't I have people lining up you know Um, and then some people would say well maybe they're intimidated by you and I was like no and I didn't believe that for a long time because I was like I'm so approachable like I'm so approachable that's how I I felt because I know that I'm this really like empathic person and I love to connect with people um, 
And then recently I was just like, you know what? People are fucking intimidated by me. And I was like, they really fucking are. Because like I said, in all the years prior, I have this, I have that, I have this, I have that, I am this, I am that. So honey, they're not going to line up because it's like, they don't know how to act. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to react. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed now, by choosing that belief system, I'm now able to go to a bar alone, have zero expectations, and go, I'm just going to be myself and own who it is that I am, love myself, and I'm going to compliment someone, or I'm going to note something about someone else, or I'm going to just smile at people, and I'm not expecting anything, and I'm knowing who I am and and my worth. And I have made a friend, at least one, every night that I've been back to Icon. Yeah. You know, I've left meeting someone new, you know, connecting on Instagram or just like, you know, seeing a familiar face, having a great conversation and sharing a dance, you know, things like that. And it's been such a 180 experience for me. You really walk in and, with no expect what in what? And I've realized that people do want to connect with me and people yes. do find me attractive. Yes. But they're not always going to be the ones to start the That's conversation. Right. That's right. And I was like, holy shit, I know my strength and I know my power. And I now feel this confidence where I can walk into a, a new situation and feel completely comfortable and connect with people and maybe just be honest about how attractive I find someone else or if I want to approach another person without worrying if I'm going to get rejected or whatever. Yeah. And that's sort of like what happened with us. Like, yes. you know, you were, had these like awesome dance moves. Yeah. I thought it was like really <laughs> cool. Like you and your brother yep. being just silly. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, they seem like so like chill. Like they don't care. Yeah. Right. And so I love that. So I approached you and obviously like y'all were cute. So like that helped. I was like, oh my God, like I want to know who this person is. Yes. And, then, and I felt comfortable doing that. But yeah. had I been the person that had a shit night at Icon the first time, I probably would have been, like, backed up against the wall just kind of watching. Yeah. And not knowing what to do. Yeah. And then feeling like that person never approached me. That right. person didn't even look in my direction. Which you didn't. You know, you didn't look in my direction. I, I saw you, though. But see, in my mind, I wouldn't have registered that. Uh-huh. And so it wasn't until I started a conversation with you that I felt, oh, yeah, this person's open to connecting yes. with me. Yeah. But see, even though I'm still feeling this 180 way about myself, I still didn't even think that you would have looked in my direction because you didn't show any interest in connecting. So, right. and, and, I, and, it, and it gets all heady and it gets really weird. And I'm sure I'm not the only person experiencing this. That is the only thing that's happening in those places. Okay. That is the only thing that is happening okay. in those places. Anyone who looks like they're super comfortable and like it's their neighborhood, whatever, is in the circle of 12 guys and, or whatever. Like, yeah. Anyone else who's like a little bit rolling the dice there is feeling yep. all the anxiety. That's why there's so much booze. <laughs> that's yeah. why there's so much booze. I know. And you want to know? I was sober. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's why I walked up to you because you looked so sober. I was so, like, yo. Yeah. She is sober as hell. I'm I was gonna, just like... doing my sun salutation <laughs> and you were like, who's this? I was like, hey. How do you walk in with, do you really walk in with no expectations? Fuck, yeah, I had Or do you to. just that notice? First night, that first night when I went back to Icon, um, I think that same weekend, it was like Friday I had the shit night and then Sunday night I was like, no. I have to do this because all I'm thinking about is that fucking bar yeah. and those people and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I'm going back. I'm going back <laughs> because I'm the type of person that's like, I I'm going to write this wrong. I have to go through it. Uh-huh. I can't, I can't not look at it. You know yeah, I, mean? like, yeah. I have to address it. Yeah. And I, because I've realized that that's the only way I took a Tony Robbins seminar. Mm-hmm. So like you walk, I've, I've walked on fucking burning coal. So like you've done the Tony Robbins. Yes, burning coal. I'm a firewalker. So like I should really like own that. More. I am gagged. So that you yeah, did that. Okay, I did that. So it's like I've walked on fucking fire. Like I, I can walk into this bar again, and I can, I can tell myself my mantra. I can do my thing, and I can just get over this because all it is is a mental thing. Right. And I know that about me, and there have been mental switches that I've made before in life. This is just another one of those things, and I need to like know that I can make, I can turn this experience around to remember how powerful I am. Yeah. Boom. Can I drop a mic somewhere? Like you, you run <laughs> towards the thing that you're afraid of. Yes. I mean, fear is pointing. What is it? Right. What? Like, no, you say whatever, this. This is good. Whatever yeah, you yeah. have to Whatever say. you fear is the thing that you should like address or do something about or go through. Um, because that's fear is pointing you in the direction of what you need to do. Yeah, it is. Fear is your compass, and you need to go towards it because. I think ultimately what it's doing for you is what we as human beings get fulfillment from is growth, right? So, and I grew in that moment. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. I know how powerful I am. And, and that, that's a really beautiful thing. So, so I went back um, to Icon, zero expectations, and I literally had my ID ready in my hand to just give to the bouncer, whatever. And I was like handsome amazing blah, blah blah and I fucking opened that door like I pushed it open and I walked in and I was like my hair was flowing I was like looking around the room I was like I'm here so yeah wow yeah yeah and I just went to the dance floor was by myself I started dancing just doing my moves you know and then I told person I was like I like your shirt blah blah and I was like I'm just I was like just compliment that person or just do this or just and then boom, I, I ended up meeting this person, and then this person, and then this person started flirting with me, and I was like, not interested, but like, you know. <laughs> but yes, the, the like, factory's running. Yeah, yeah, like we're churning, we're working. Yes. Wow. There's a flow here. Wow. And it has been that way since. What would you? What is that? The advice you would give somebody who has something that's irking them, that they're afraid of, that they know they want, but don't know why it's not working. Like you had said. I'm doing all this stuff. Why isn't it working for me? I'm showering. I look nice. I take care of myself. I'm, I've shown up. What more do you want from me? Mm-hmm. People do that with all different people at work. They're doing everything right. They feel like they're doing it. Why, why am I not getting a promotion? Why is no one recognizing me? Um, I've done everything for my partner that they wanted me to do. Da, 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 da. Why aren't they appreciating me? What advice would you give those people who feel like they're doing everything right and not getting what they want? It's a very good question. Because you seem to turn around in this little micro scenario. I, yeah, I, I have. I have. Um, that was such a good question that I'm like, I need to hear it again. 
what would I, what advice would I give to someone who's not getting what they want, what they want, but thinks they're doing everything yeah. right? I'm doing everything right. Why, why am I not getting X? Why are they not saying Y? I think ultimately you have to then just believe that it's a timing thing and that you might be surprised to learn that the people you want attention from or that thing that you want is probably not right for you and probably not meant for you. And it's, you're probably like actually like saving yourself a lot of trouble or the universe is saving you a lot of trouble. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I think I've come to believe. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of given me a little bit of peace in just believing that like there is someone out there who would find me attractive, who would deal with my bullshit, who would like be happy. I read a quote once on Twitter. It's like, if someone's interested in you, you'll know. And if they're not, you'll be confused. So, and I was like, that's yeah. really like simple. And that's really sums it up. And it's true. Yeah. So if you're confused, just know that like that person is not worth it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and put yourself in the position of knowing how great you are and like choosing because it is a choice to believe that and own yourself. You know, I, I hope that answers that a que that question. I yeah. hope that's solid advice. Yeah. I hope most, it is. Well, because the most important relationship you'll ever have is the relationship you have with yourself. Yes. Like RuPaul says, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Yep. Blah, 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 blah. Something like that. Something like that. <laughs> are you doing anything for pride? Um, so because it's the eve of my birthday, right. I want to do something like great. Yeah. Um, this week is sort of the week where I do my research. You marinate and formulate. And yeah. Concoct. Yeah. I like, I like figure out this like little itinerary and I'm like, what yeah. do I do? Yeah. I definitely want to have like a special experience. Um, I don't, again, I have to frame my expectations. Yeah, I don't want right. to go to this pride thing and go, I want to be, you know, a slut. You know what I mean? Which is great for... Everybody. Which is allowed. Which is allowed. Do it. I would love to do that. But I also have, like, these other concerns, like, about sexual health and all that stuff. So I, I'm very heady. I'm very, like, in my head. I can tell. Yeah. yeah I can tell. I mean, I could probably use a little bit of that, like, strain of marijuana that uh, I just, like, smoke through a jewel, like, on a consistent basis. But I don't subscribe to that, so... Uh, what I do, <laughs> I just wait it out, I guess. Uh -huh. um, but you do want to have a gay old time. I do. Mm -hmm. I do. I want to dance. Mm -hmm. I want to meet people. Mm -hmm. I want to hug people. Yep. Um, I think I was... I, I, like, want to make a free hugs shirt. Mm -hmm. Like, I just want to. Because I feel like it will allow people to... It's an open door to you. It is. And people need that. Yeah. And, and I just need to know what people need. And I just need to do that. So um, I want to hug people. I want to dance. I want to celebrate. I want to smile. And I just, I, yeah, I want, I want to be in a fun environment. I don't want to be like that gay in the corner, just like eyeing people and being like, who do I want? Blah, blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just want to have a good time. 
Yeah. And if you have a good time, people are going to want to be around you. And that, well, that's what I'm finding. The situation will That's what I'm finding. Yeah. Don't be so... The situation that's meant for you will present itself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm finding. And it's, like, so refreshing. Don't put pressure on it. Like, don't put expectation on it. Don't push it. Don't, like, want it to happen, like, so quickly and so right. soon. Like, just go out there and be your best self and just put out good energy yeah. and like people are bound to like take an interest in you. I mean, I'm in your freaking apartment right now yes. doing this podcast because I decided to go out and just strike up a conversation with you. Right. Like what? Just show up. Yeah. And be you. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That now, as I approach 30, like, that's what's happening. So, it's nothing, it's not bad to get older. <laughs> Life gets a little more interesting. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations. Happy birthday. Happy pride. Oh, my God. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. That's the wrap. <laughs>